Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Episode 277 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, July 19th, 2017, and my name is Dan Gorman. Quick, Doctor, both of these butt cheeks are unrecognizable. If we want anyone to recognize this as a butt in the future, then we're going to have to do a complete butt transplant stat. My name is Casey Lyons, and you want to throw me in the pit? You're going to have to catch me first. Oh, they got me. They caught me so fast. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and there's $40 billion of net worth walking around this party, and you guys are standing around drinking shrimp and talking about what cum tastes like. <laughs> oh, there you go, off the top. <laughs> there, there we go, just going to jump right into it. Yes, we have a lot to talk about this week. We... Two, two of us went to the theaters and saw War for the Planet of the Apes, and one of us stayed at home and watched Farewell to the Planet of the Apes. Uh, we will talk about those two films in our film roulette segment later in the show, as well as a punishment album, um, and lots more. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go to modernsuperior.com and listen to lots of other podcasts there as well. You can rate and review us in iTunes, which is great. Please do it. Uh, and you will find us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. And we often uh, stream our recordings here and there on youtube.com slash modernsuperior. And d- please don't forget, we haven't been saying it, but tell all your friends about us in real life at any chance that you get. How are you guys doing? Yeah. How are you guys doing? Fine. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah. Oh, man. One of you, Greg's grandma this week with the Walt Disney World <laughs> right. uh, mug. So you're going to say something about my grandma. Yeah, like, yeah what about so my grandma? I was saying, <laughs> Greg's grandma can go fuck herself. Yeah. <laughs> this week, she can go fuck herself. Yeah. Um, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Nice Walt Disney World grandma. <laughs> totally. Mug. mug. <laughs> I'm a modern superior grandpa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, I'm drinking coffee, too. I'm not going to spill it. I swear we'll to God. You got the cool New York Greek cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going you go. to spill your coffee and go, oh, no, I'm Dan Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got lots to talk about this week. Uh, what, should we jump into the new news? Yeah, there's many things. There's lots of things to talk about. Um, I think we should, as we are usually want to do, um, talk about some sad stuff off the top. 
Sure. Some some very sad. We haven't stuff. been keeping up with sad news lately. So I know. Let's fucking Maybe get into less it. of it. Yeah. So, um, it's a nice, wonderful world. Yeah. 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 The other uh-huh. day, the news broke of George Romero's passing. Yeah. Yeah. Casey was off screen there. Yeah, I'm getting back in. Um, Making a little face while we talk about death. Yeah, a huge blow to not only the horror community, but uh, cinema yeah. and film community yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, this, I, uh, this one hit hard, I think, for yeah, a lot of yeah, people. Everyone's real sad. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, not just, you know, uh, contributed to a genre, created one, reinvigorated one. Yeah. Or reinvented. Uh, and uh, there was a million things that then followed for the first wave of movies that followed what he did in 68 and then he did it again in 78 yeah which then informed in a couple of decades of horror movies and how they were going to be yeah um and i don't i wouldn't i don't know though that i'd be the same person if he didn't make movies that i am now yeah totally the, well the even if watching you didn't, i did and the doors that opened of other things i got deeply into totally even if you didn't watch directly romero movies mm-hmm. uh like tonally uh, uh, like I mean, he created genres yeah. and all genres, yeah. and also created a certain tone. Like it's, he he created an unsettling tone. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that uh, that that's very specific and often lifted. Yeah, and he, I think, for a lot of viewers of horror movies, I I, I know for my uh, experience, it was one of the first times that I was exposed to movies that were. Not only just horror movies, like everyone always talks about, like Dawn of the Dead, it's about consumerism right. and stuff. And, and like, for me at that time, like early high school, watching Dawn of the Dead and being like, oh, I'm I'm not only connecting to this movie on, a, like, it's zombies and they're munching away on guts. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm also being, you know, like engaged with my brain. And yeah. I'm, like, thinking about it and being like, yeah, oh, this is fucked up. Or, yeah. oh, yeah, this and is interesting. It was crazy how well he did it yeah. three times in a row. Um, I know that Day of the Dead is the lesser of the big three, but it's still but a great still, movie. But still very good, yeah. Incredibly disgusting. And yeah, it's, it's got some gross well, shit in it. Yeah. I had uh, the Fangoria issue uh, about Day of the Dead, and it had the shot of that uh, the evil Bono guy yeah. uh, being torn in half, and my mind Ugh. was just destroyed. I was like... How did this happen? Yeah. How is this in a movie? This is why did he let them do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and just uh, to have uh, the 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 know how or the ambition to make horror films that are going to echo huge social issues of the day. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they aren't small ones. And, and no. but they, nothing's like oh, they're like ooh, yeah. ooh, it's about uh, Cold War tension and yeah. fear of the bomb. It's none of that. It just it's just the atmosphere is there. He just understood the tone of the time yeah. and how to get that eerie feeling into a movie about people yeah. in each other's faces. And he did it from <laughs> from the start, right? Like Yeah, right you away. Go, you go back and you watch uh the original Night of the Living Dead, it's mm-hmm. like this movie has something to say so so specifically and mm-hmm. and obviously and was made like clearly born out of like frustration mm-hmm. and like being upset about what's going on right now like from the beginning, he made no bones about being like, yeah, I'm telling these kind of crazy stories, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, I'm going to be saying something. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw that Jordan Peele posted a bunch of stuff on Twitter. He posted like photos of Ken Foray from the original and, and saying like he did it first, like kind of like 
you know paving the way for for representation yep. you know with with not ha- only the, with somebody, that casting decision somebody else mentioned on twitter they were like uh, it was a movie in 1968 where a level-headed black man saves the day uh, only to be uh, murdered by a bunch of scared white people yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 just how important in telling that was yeah totally mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny though when you see people talking about it on Twitter because you know the death of of George Romero seems to become like for movie nerds like what's the most arcane Romero movie I can go actually that movie's pretty good <laughs> I, mean, I don't think you I don't think everybody notices the artistry behind Monkey Shines yeah oh I'm a big Bruiser fan yeah yeah <laughs> um but I, yeah and, and again like a lot of uh, monkey shines is great by the way <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of masters of horror his he has a long career that is up and down but the 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 yeah, the, yeah. the what he has left in cinema is like fucking incredible yeah. like yeah, yeah. No, you can't he, you can't escape yeah, what he's made he changed the game entirely and yeah. uh yeah everything will always echo him yeah mm-hmm. it will be there forever yeah. The wind will and, cry, this, this, you know, I, and obviously the the big three zombie movies are like that's kind of like the go to. Yeah. yeah, there's good stuff. Like the Crazies is a good movie. Yeah, Martin's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, there's good stuff out there. Totally, but yeah, I don't, you don't have to get all fucking fancy with this shit. Like I made two masterpieces of yeah. the genre. Uh, he would have so, been yeah. fine at that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if he didn't do anything else, but yeah, that's the great thing too is that throughout all of the ups and downs and everything, he was just a guy who fucking made movies. Mm-hmm. Like he was a guy who just straight up was like, "I'm just I make movies." Yeah, I don't care how they're made. I make them like this. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't great. care if they're good. I make them like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if, pretty amazing. If you haven't revisited a Romero movie in uh, in the wake of his passing, you should definitely do so. He's Which, got a number of great ones. I kept I like I heard about it and I was like, well, I gotta watch Creep Show. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I haven't yet. But I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't yet either. I've seen that movie a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I'll and... watch it again. Oh, I've seen it so many yeah. times. Yeah, but I, I've been wanting to watch it again anyway because Myos hasn't seen it, so I've been wanting. Oh nice. wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. it's always That's good. Great. <laughs> and the and the ending with all the bugs is always great to see with somebody for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she and also she has always wanted to see Stephen King covered in moss. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So from one sad news of a passing to another um, big one. Yeah. Um, Landau passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a long and storied career. Just a huge career. Yeah. Like, and, and one of those careers that that not only crossed over into like the B movie territory, um, but but always had like a good performance. Like if you've ever seen yeah. the horror movie Alone in the Dark, the the one from the eighties. Um, he's in that, and it's kind of a goofy movie and and a little silly. But he's playing like kind of a wacky wacko character. But he's he's putting his work in, and and I will always remember the first time I saw Ed Wood as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, which is such a fucking great performance. I think for people in our age or a little younger as well, uh, uh, that's sort of the the gateway yeah. or the, the the learning about who Martin Landau is as an actor that's the big performance you know it's yeah. really that movie's a lot of things like yeah. it, it's it's a defining role like for Martin Landau a perfect movie. it's the it's the perfect apex of uh, Johnny Depp actually acting and being a little weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's the good movie Tim Burton made that isn't Beetlejuice um, <laughs> uh, uh, or Batman, uh, which is not actually that great a movie, but. 
uh, Mark oh, Landau died anyway. So <laughs> that's sad. Yeah. yeah, super sad. And yeah, again, huge career. Yeah, and 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 not only important. Like we we had just heard about Romero, mm-hmm. which was a very horror related kind of gut punch. Mm-hmm. But then so many like people. Like an hour later, yeah. I heard about uh, Martin Landau, and it, and it's another like kind of genre crossing you know entity in the film world like he did b movies he did horror movies he did great television television tons of amazing performances so then it was like all the horror people online were like oh god damn it now this and then and then everyone else was like oh fuck like a titan of industry yeah yeah it was just such a bummer of a one-two punch the ed wood thing was great for you know Shining a light on a great actor who maybe didn't have any kind of yeah. real attention in the eighties, nineties, um, not from new uh, film goers anyway, younger ones. But so you get to see that you you know you learn about this great actor through this amazing performance and yeah. a very good movie. But it was also fun to watch just how delighted he was. Yeah, when he got that <laughs> new birth of fame. Yeah. At, at a late age, it's just. It was pretty great. He was yeah. just delighted by the whole fucking thing, and it was uh, very classy and funny. And yeah, he seems like terrific. one of those kind of old world actors who was just like, "I love to entertain." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. really sweet. Totally. Now he's not alive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Super I was Ed, planning nice. on yeah. ending. <laughs> so, if yeah, again, if you haven't seen. Um, some of Landell's performances, you got a lot that you can go through and, mm-hmm. and check out, mm-hmm. and you you really should. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, I guess let's segue out of the sad news yes. um, and start talking about uh, what else has been going on in the movie world. What do you guys do? You guys want to get right to the teaser trailer that was released? Yeah, today. we just watched that, so let's yeah really change gears. Yes, the disaster artist. Yeah, um, the James Franco directed. Um, take on the book that uh is it jeremy the guy that wrote the book it's like sis oh, i'm gonna mess up his name jeremy Sisto. Sisto. <laughs> yeah, Sisto. um be wonderful yeah. yeah he's like you know fuck it i'm doing this yeah. <laughs> look at that he can do something um so it's it's about the room which is the cult film obviously um tommy Wiseau mm-hmm. uh directed it was kind of a big splash i remember when i was in college and that came out um yeah. just like Oh my god! It's unfathomable. If you haven't watched anything from it, or you almost like if you just see little clips, you're like, "No, that well, come on." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Greg Sestero was the uh, he was right. in the the room and he wrote the Disaster Artist, the book about the mm-hmm. movie, and then now James Franco is adapting the book. Yeah, yeah. It's a it, I, it's an ex- there's a lot of bad movies that we all herald or you know yeah are, are notorious or whatever, but this is. It's an it's bad in a completely new way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> completely I gotta, unique. There's I, I haven't like watched it. it in a long time. I got to watch it again before I see this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, totally. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I've been meaning to read that book. Yeah. Apparently, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so James Franco is Tommy Wiseau in the movie, mm-hmm. and he also directed it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I said to you guys like the teaser when it started. I thought. Oh, it just seems like James Franco is just being James Franco. I'm not sure if he's like trying to disappear into it yet. But then as the teaser went on, yeah. I kind of felt like by the time it gets to the end, which is he he says the line basically as it is in the movie, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, now he's nailing it. But he does something that's deceptively next to impossible where he 
delivers the line as it's delivered in the movie, which is weird and off-putting. Yeah. Um, but also he delivers it, like, in the movie. Like, he delivers it genuinely like an actor who is very bad would genuinely yeah. deliver that line badly. Yeah. <laughs> There's layers to what he's doing, like, that is that that is deceptively impossible and yeah. amazing. He can be terrific. Hopefully yeah. this is the... Uh... Is that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. But yeah, what much must rewatch Room, the Room. Yes. Yeah. Uh, don't don't watch Room. No, uh, I, in, in I pre- don't preparation think I, for this. I, well, I'll never stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that teaser it looks good. Good cast. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. Totally. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, from the room slash disaster artist to, um, something that caused a bit of a Twitter storm. A bit. A bit. (laughs) So Ron Howard tweeted out, uh, I guess a photo from the Han Solo film set. Uh And and I scrolled back on his timeline and I didn't see much else. Oh shit, I didn't see this. No, and I didn't see much else about him kind of tweeting anything. It just seemed like this was something he just ended up doing. When did this happen? This happened uh, the other day. Um, so what happened was he tweeted this picture out of him that I've put up on the screen uh, on set. <clears throat> and Chewbacca's there, and they're kind of watching a scene that's that's has just happened. Um, and then some people on the internet were kind of like, hey, wait a second. What's going on uh, on... What's th- going on on his eye? Yeah, mm. what's going on on this uh, screen here where we see two Chewbacca's doing the kind of uh, love forehead bump. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of like, is this his like family? Is this the che- Chewbacca's wife? Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> um, My wife. Yeah, so a lot of people were talking about this. Uh, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people were like, Hey, what's going on with this movie? Like it was, it was kind of like after the an- announcement of the change of directors, people yeah. had something to <laughs> look at and grab onto. Story. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of this as uh, more diehard Star Star Wars guys than me? Uh, I, I, I'm, th- I am. J- this is just appearing in front of my face right now. Yeah, yeah. Give us your raw take, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. React. Yeah. This is a react video now. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel? We'll get so many hits from this. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't fault. fucking know. I don't know what any of this pertains to. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of Chewbacca's in this movie. Yeah. That's great. I love Chewbacca's. <laughs> and some of them appear to love each other. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh... fucking, yeah. And if they get get it on, all the better, I guess. <laughs> I'm at a point where, I, like, if this movie isn't a total fucking disaster, I'm going to be like, no shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I It's the one, it, it seemed like the dumbest thing to do. Of all the things they could do with stories to tell with standalones, it's like, this is the, like, you should not do. Yeah. I don't know if there's, like, Luke was the only other one you should not do but because that's a new hope, <laughs> his young Luke story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, uh, I don't know. Wookie love. Yeah. I I don't know. I've seen the. It's not like you haven't seen two Wookies together before. Yeah. Or Wookies in love with each other. I've seen the Star Wars Christmas. That's special. what I was, I was gonna thinking. Say, do like, you think that this is that's the first thing I thought love about? Love Day or whatever the hell it's <laughs> called. Yeah. Maybe maybe it incorporates that weird that. little hologram dancing. Uh, yeah. The thing. weird sexy. Uh, yeah, sexy. Uh, <laughs> was that not sexy for you? <laughs> should I should I not have jerked off to that? <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, don't, don't tell know. me how to love. Yeah. Wookie. So <laughs> anyway, Wookie. Wookie. Yeah. yeah. So Wookies, foreheads and love. Yeah. It's all happening. It's all on screen. New, mm-hmm. In the new movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So from there, yeah. we can go to some new new news about a property that has been long in gestation. Yeah. Um. Robotech. Robotech. Greg, tell me about Robotech. Tell you about Robotech. Yeah, because yeah, that's uh, it stands right now. I don't give a fuck about Robotech. So yeah. wow me. Uh, why am I? The, all right. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I feel like I know that I, it's a thing. That yeah. it was a property that has been on the table for Leonardo DiCaprio, James Wan. Yeah, a number of people were trying to make this. Those a are two movie. weirdly desperate names. Well, this yeah. this thing's been. People have been trying to make a movie out of Robotech for a long time. Did I say yeah. desperate or disparate? Both. Um, it's both. Yeah, it's you know transforming uh, robots and stuff like that. Only they aren't uh, thinking robots. There's people inside them. Yeah, yeah that um, one looks like. Star but a screen. lot of it led to what Transformers and GoBots would be. Um, Transformers very directly took the Robotech robot design and turned it into. Uh, yeah, because that that one that's the picture on the screen right now yeah. looks a hell of a lot like Starscream. Uh, oh well, they made uh, Jetfire. And when Jetfire, the when the uh, Transformers Jetfire toy came out, it was fucking amazing. It nice. was so big, and it the trans ah, uh, it's very good. Anyway, but it looked it has the the the, the exact Robotech look. Um, there was no you know saying it was something else. It was absolutely Robotech. So I don't know. It's a there. It's a series. It's a bunch of little movies. It's yeah. it's, it's come and gone. There's it was been an, it started as an anime, I guess. Yeah, and it's been uh, I don't know. It's been in a bunch of different. Uh, formats over the years there's been comic books there's been video games there's yeah. been all kinds of shit and I, I don't know i'm not really i don't have any real feelings about robotech i mean other than when i was a kid if out of nowhere when someone one would be on television yeah uh it blew my mind and i was always like, <laughs> and i would turn what on is the TV this? for weeks afterwards being like where is it again yeah you know. um, so i don't know yeah, so live action movie has been uh, in the works since two thousand seven. Yeah, so it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, there was a mo- hey, I was from um, DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire were going to do yeah. it at some point. I like that Lawrence Kasdan was uh, hired to write it. <laughs> then Akiva Goldsman. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just I hate the Transformers movies so much. I'm just off robot giant stuff punching each other right now. Mm-hmm. Unless it's you're a off se- that right now. Unless it's a sequel to Real Steel. Oh I don't man, give a fuck. I'll watch that. You should watch that movie. It's yeah. very good. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why. I mean, it's dumb. It is a movie about robots boxing, but it's it's a. It's, I love it in the same kind of way I love absurd '80s movies. Yeah, you know, it's got plenty of heart. It fully buys into its, yeah. its product, and I don't know the. I got, time for, I got time for real. Steel. So you're you're like I would rather see a sequel to Real Steel than a Robocop Robotech. movie or Robotech movie. I don't want to see another Robocop movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, then those are Starscream scholars, though. That's a good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a good boy. You did did really good. Did today. real good, buddy. Casey, what? I've got something here that you want to talk about, Dan. That mm. is an entire sabotage television right. series from yes. from Robotech. To Wrecked. Wrecked. Tell me what Wrecked is. Wrecked is a show on TBS that is basically, the whole thing is, it's basically lost. Yeah. But entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) 
it Us was entertaining. It just didn't have a. It ending. started out that way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wrecked is a show on TBS. It is a uh, straight up and down comedy uh-huh. uh, about a uh, plane full of people who uh, are crashed on a desert isle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It just lifts uh, storylines from um, from Lost. Like it almost plays as a parody of Lost. Right. Uh, and uh, Myers and I watched an entire se- uh, season of it um, in a couple of days because it is fucking hilarious. Oh, great. Sweet. Yeah, this is, uh, it's my new favorite uh, go-to in half-hour comedy. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, it, it's it's a sitcom that does, like, there are certain conventions that say, you know, your sitcom stars can't, you know, do do these things yeah. and still be likable. This show just does those things. Right. Yeah. Um. It, it, and and like gleefully so. Uh. The standout performance. I mean, Reese Darby is in it, and he is. You know, has he ever not been? Like he can fart, and it's hilarious. <laughs> um. I assume I've never yeah. heard him fart, <laughs> but uh, the standout performance I think is Will Greenberg. Uh. He plays just like this total douche hole guy mm-hmm. and just absolutely wonderfully. Uh, I cannot recommend the show enough. It is just ridiculously silly fun. Uh, if you're missing, if you've watched all of Angie Tribeca and you just want more TBS silliness, okay. fucking I'm watch the shit that. out of nice. this show. All it right. is so wonderful. All right. And and fun people show up on it, like uh, Rory Scoville shows up, and you're like, hey, all right, nice, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fantastic, sweet. So wrecked on TBS, yeah, is something you got to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get into it. Yeah, me too. TBS is fucking <coughs> killing it with the original programming lately. Yeah. Um, talk right. about Doctor Who. Yes. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I can see on your little list here that you did not take my ex- suggestion. I seriously. did. I did. I have the yeah. photo right here. No, I understand. It was added. No, no, I know. Yeah. It was added. I, uh, it was. Yeah. Uh, first female doctor. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Great news. Yeah. And I Normally, like, I'd be like, Doctor Who cares? Yeah. But uh, when, uh, this when is, Doctor Who would come up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is pretty fun. I think this is fucking great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the show's always given itself a nice uh, ability to adapt and change by changing the Doctor whenever they feel like it, um, or almost forcing themselves to change because they kind of have to do that every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. So this is great. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. And it didn't even occur to me what was going to happen to the internet, of course, yeah. when this is announced. I'm like, oh, yeah, the world's full of pieces of shit. Yeah. The funny <laughs> thing is, I read a tweet, uh, somebody that said, um, uh, the only tweets I've read uh, about it are people saying, oh, my God, everybody's going to fucking be a shithead about this. But I've not read one tweet of anybody going, this is stupid. This sucks. There's like, been some. I've seen some those. retweets. <laughs> I, oh, I have to assume that there have. Yeah, but, they're out there. But it just seems like for every one, this is stupid, is like 20 people going, oh, boy, here it goes. Yeah. Well, be. But I feel like fans of the, I don't know, maybe. No, you know what? Nerds are dicks. Yeah, nerds can be, nerd yeah. culture can be incredibly sexist. Ga- uh, Gamergate was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they take. There, I saw the stuff that I saw from people saying like, "Oh God!" It w- a lot of it was either like 
oh, just trying to like force your PC like agenda in yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. or it was how does that make? Any I don't know. Sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it was a lot of like. Well, the doctor solves a lot of mysteries with his dick. Yeah. Oh, it's not, are they it's mostly like, dick related? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a water. Then this is stupid. It's like Wait. finding water. It's like with the that working stick. title oh. is Doctor Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Dick Solver. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you know what? And then they moved over to Doctor Newitz. Yeah. Doctor Newitz. Yeah. But there was also a lot of like, well, you know, in the canon of the show, uh, he's been a man, uh, da, da, and like trying to like find little like rules from the show that would be like why this isn't okay. And it's rules like, from the show about a about time a traveling time space tra- yeah. lord who goes yeah. jumps around in a telephone booth. Yeah, and it's the, like they're gonna, it's like they're gonna find that one thing and tweet it out, and the creators of the show are gonna be like, guys, they're right. Yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't do it, guys. Who gives a fuck if they do it? Like just. I don't understand. I just don't understand how anyone can fucking have a problem or care. Just the thing is, the thing for me is that I I don't give a sweet fuck about uh, Doctor Who. No, I know. So uh, I can't argue one way or the other, except to say this is a. It's a lot of fun that the world is telling stories that aren't about white men like i i still like stories about white men i'm a white man i like relating to stories about it but i love that more and more stories aren't about white men because it's like holy shit there's other people in the world and they have interesting stories yeah yeah uh so like on that level alone why can't we just have fun with this yeah guys 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 yeah, yeah. Just, uh, i'm excited yeah yeah Totally. Yeah. I think it's great news. It, it is great news. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. It's objectively great news. Yeah, totally. Good. <laughs> dummies. Um, all right. Speaking yeah. of dummies. Yes. Um, Casey also had a <laughs> oh. thing he wanted to. Casey, you're well, a that's Casey dummy. Casey's a dummy, so we're going to slow things down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Me no understand. Oh. So there is a new Netflix show. Yeah. called Friends from College. And yeah. I messaged to our group when I saw that it went live on Netflix, and I said... It's a Netflix-produced television yes. program? Yeah. It's uh, uh, created by Nick Stoller. Yes. Uh, and uh, stars all the people you see in front of you. There. Yeah, and I messaged mm-hmm. the group, and I said, I didn't know that Friends from College was a thing until just now when it showed up in yeah, front yeah. of me. And then, Casey, you were like, it's a thing, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you watched an episode, I right? watched... I think maybe two and a half episodes. Okay, and that was when you realized that it wasn't worth watching. <laughs> I realized about five minutes in. Oh, I, I stuck through the entire thing I before I was the like, episode. I'm going to go ahead and not ever watch this again. Yeah, yeah. This is, oh, no. What a horrible show. <laughs> These people have money and problems. <laughs> oh, God, I, I could do not. They even, I didn't even get that far. I was just like, I don't like how this is directed. I don't like how it's scripted. I don't like how it's acted. And now Colby Smulders is in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're not a fan of her. I don't care for her uh, not, terrible acting. I'm not so crazy about her. She's a pretty bad actress. I love Keegan Michael Key. I love. Yes. Um, no, this Nat cast is, is all very good. Yeah. yeah. Except for one. Smaldy. Uh, <laughs> This this is uh, this show would be better served if it was called Who the Fuck Cares About These People. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Uh, yeah. Awful. Just terrible. Yeah. But, but, I, uh, uh, I feel Blech. like I I stuck it through the first episode and I thought this show is bad. Yeah. But I I found 
some like chuckles throughout. So it's like in maybe the performances or just the fact that there were some people in it that I liked comedically. Like yeah. Keegan Michael Key. I like a lot of people. And, like a lot. I didn't who doesn't get find... myself really enjoying Keegan Michael Key that much? No, no, I mean he's not great in this. And, and I'm I'm wondering if he's maybe needs to just. Pick and choose things a little bit. You don't have to be in everything. Yeah. Let's not burn out on your uh, uh, yeah on the goodwill you've yeah. created. But I yeah. but I did find myself being like, okay, I watched the pilot and I thought that wasn't good, but it was fine. And yeah. I I had it on in the background and I chuckled, so maybe I'll put on a few more. And I put on the second one and kind of felt it's the same way. It's not a few more. Sorry. <laughs> And then I watched another one and sort of had to turn it off to go do something else. And then, uh, yeah, then just like three days went by. And I, I was like, I'll never watch that no, again. No, I could never imagine restarting it. Yeah. I was no. like, oh, Fred Savage, great. Yeah, but watching Fred Savage just made me go, oh, man, I miss the grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Matt Jackson, uh, he's great. He's fantastic, but they can't fucking, for the life of them, figure out where to put him. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't he, except for, um, oh, what was that show... Damn it! I can't remember. It was damn like a it. name. It was a uh, damn it, <laughs> drama tonight on Fox. Damn, damn it! Starring Ned Faxon. Yes, Professor Damn it. <laughs> um, uh, no, it was a uh, um, animated show with Jonah Hill, and Ned Faxon was in it. And um, anyway, it was great. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, this show not great. Mm-mm. No, definitely not. Um, big piece of shit. What? Big piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What I said. That, that is an alternate title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, I think that was all that I r- have photos for for the news stuff. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before we do our uh, roulette of films? What? What did you say? I said I don't have no any photos. More news oh, photos. We don't have any photos for the stream. Yeah. Um, but uh, if there's anything else that you'd like to talk about before film roulette, now uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. I don't think there's a. Oh, film roulette. We're going right there. Well, I I, I have something. Okay. I forgot to mention last week. Okay. Uh, I it's just a side little thing for whatever, but something neat happened. Uh, I uh saw a band uh in a live concert. That I I had to scratch off my bucket list. I'd I never wanted, seen this band, and I couldn't I, believe it took me this long. I wanted to talk to you about yeah, this. Yeah, um, I went and saw the Violent Femmes. Yeah, at uh, at Massey Hall. At Massey Hall, uh, and that is interesting to me because I've seen the Violent Femmes mm. at Massey Hall. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was the original lineup. Oh, oh amazing! Damn. Yeah. Not the original drummer for this show, but the guy they had is amazing. Yeah, and I've never seen someone play. A barbecue, so well. Yeah, yeah, so good. And you've seen <laughs> many you've barbecues. Seen a lot of yeah. people yeah, play yeah, barbecues. Yeah, there are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been a Femmes fan for more than half of my life. Uh, I love the Violent Femmes so so much. And so this was super exciting. And I my seats were fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, second row. The seats themselves. Center. Yeah, they were insane. like these. <laughs> they were these, like. <laughs> to start the conversation yeah. uh, and so it was great and we were down there and we we're watching the show and it's good and the audience is older <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah um, and uh, and very city we're not city like we're in a we live in a city but sitting city yeah they're just, just happy they to sitting just pretty. sit through the whole show and I, we were kind of like I'm, it's the fucking femmes like I'm kind of it's Massey Hall it's, what are you going to do you I, sit I, I guess you said, I don't know. We stood on chairs at Jane's Addiction. 
We were right in the front, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway. Um, Still, it was weird to see James Addiction. At Massey Hall. Yeah, at Massey Hall. Not the right place for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, finally, uh, what, what was it? <clears throat> they played something pretty upbeat, and we were like, fuck this. So we stood up, which started a nice little chain reaction of people standing up. And we all stood up for a while. <laughs> Everyone was like, you can stand up. You can up. stand. We oh, can all stand together, and it was great. And then they played. We're far too city for that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they played a slightly slower song, and the whole place just sat down. And we're like, ah, oh, I don't want to just sit in a chair and be Read like, the room, mm, Gano. Mm, Violent Films, yes. Uh, I kind of like that, though. What, sitting through a yeah. show? What? Yeah. The, 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 I'm an older, fatter he, gentleman these the, days. Lately, I've been like totally fine with... Unless it's like a fucking like punk rock show. Well, that, it is where there's kind like a of. Pit, it, though, like where there's going to be like a pit. Yeah, all right. Well, like, there's then, no pit. Then I well, can understand. He, there, I understand. Yeah, so there's no, <laughs> there's no pits at Massey Hall. <laughs> yeah. However, at uh, one point... Uh, they started. They finally started playing something upbeat again. Not finally. They did, most of their songs are fairly upbeat. They started playing uh, a nice upbeat tune, and six ladies in their late forties or so just ran down to the front of the stage and started dancing. Oh. And there's this is a security guy who's the only guy down there who's probably like, "Ah, fucking light night. It's the Violent Femmes. Everybody's old." Yeah. Then I could have to do anything, so he just like saunters over to like tell them, "Okay, ladies, <laughs> get back or whatever." And they just don't give a fuck about his authority at all, yeah. and start like dancing with him. Oh. <laughs> then, as the other security guys are coming in to back him up, uh, 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 I don't know, two dozen more ladies in their late forties were like, "Fuck that!" And they all ran down and started dancing too. And the security guys lost total control of the front of the room, and we all just bum rushed the stage. It was amazing. Nice. Now there's like 200 people against the edge of the stage at Massey Hall, and security can't do a fucking thing about it. And that's how we stayed for the rest of the night. It was awesome. What the fuck did they think they were doing? Trying to do something about it anyway? Yeah. It's the violent. F- Nobody's yeah. gonna throw a chair. <laughs> like they might kick off know. the little they shoes. Yeah. They might kick oh, off the city true. shoes. It did they get, and violent. then it was like everyone was like into it, and it was fun, and there were some like colorful characters in the audience there. And then these two ladies showed up like at the end. Uh, they they wormed their way up to the front, and they were very excited to be there. I don't think that I don't, they looked like they thought they were going to see like warrant. Or something? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> or rat? There was a lot, yeah, totally. No, a, like the you know, like the the fingerless glove that goes up past your elbow, like that yeah. kind of thing, and some very harsh lines of haircut and and dress like it was all out of place and you know that the dancing that some people do where it's like it's not to any specific rhythm it's just like a swimmy arms are up in the air freaking out yeah yeah and there's that constant face of like stinky (laughs) (laughs) what you know stinky face oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah. face while you dance yeah my face smells awful Totally. My lips are stinky. <laughs> but I can't stop smelling them. But I'm going to dance. Because <laughs> I was backstage earlier. <laughs> Eating potato chips. I was having... <laughs> then they had gone off. Very smelly potato the chips. The potato chips were bad. What? <laughs> um... Uh, anyway, they were just a bunch of flailing elbows. Anyway, hey, it was amazing. Did flailing elbows here's, open? Can I yeah, everybody? Very nice. Listen. Here's the question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did they not put out an album recently? They did. Is it any good? I, I did not listened hear to it yet. I heard word bad about it. about it. 
You heard and that's bad, why about yeah, it? Yeah, and that's why I was worried. I was like, oh, is this concert going to be, here's all our new stuff they that sucks now. They did play new stuff, like stuff from the last 10 years, but yeah. it was all good. Okay. Like, I mean, it didn't like blow my mind or something. Yeah, but I'm like, these like, are nice yeah. little country, yeah. uh, folky, weird songs in, sung by. In high his school. His voice sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Gorgano. And uh, one of the best bass players ever. Oh, my uh, God. And that fucking, uh, uh, I, was he uh, acoustic the whole time? Well, of course. Oh, Brian Ritchie. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, we went and saw them in high school. We huh. were super fucking, uh, uh, super excited. Huge fans in high school, me and yeah. my high school friends. Um, and uh, we got our tickets, and then New Times came out. Right. And we were like, let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> that, not a great album. That album's not good. No. Um, but you know a big problem with that album? It sucks. Kick drum. Yeah. 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 Oh, too way too produced. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we were like, oh, what the fuck? But then we went to the show, and it was just fucking greatest hits. Yeah, they yeah. played maybe oh, yeah. two songs off the new album, yeah. and they played everything that was awesome. Yeah, they um, played nice seventy five percent of the first record, a whole shit ton off a of hollow ground, and then just like the, the yeah, they played breaking up is hard to do, yeah. but they played it like they used to play it before they got a record deal. When so it is just the stripped down version, which sounds better. Yeah, they did American music; it was fucking amazing. Did they do uh, I Held Her in My Arms? Because yeah. that is. Possibly my favorite. It's one of my favorite saxophone songs. Mm. And uh, there was a so hell of a saxophone player there. Uh, they must have done a Elder in My Arms. Uh, mm, um, yeah, I didn't know they did cool stuff. Give me the car. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that song's fucking great. Really good. I got this girl. <laughs> I wanna. Yeah. yeah, they sounded amazing, and it was awesome, and I was so happy because just uh, one of those bands that I've loved forever and just not gotten the chance to see live. Yeah, yeah, nice. And uh, watching the whole thing happening with uh, starting off with great seats and being like, "Wow, these are great seats. Yeah. This is very cool." And then just we all just bum rushed the stage yeah. because a bunch of that's sweet. Older ladies were like, we are fucking dancing, and I don't give a fuck who tries to stop me. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Nice. I got a a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, (laughs) I'm getting my shit This was hard to put together. I'm going to have a good time. God damn it. This took me eight months to get together. (laughs) I'm going to dance. Yeah. It was very great. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Violent Femmes uh, live Live in concert. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. On tour now. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's get into film roulette then. Uh, Unless you have we... something else. Yeah. <laughs> there's one thing I have. Uh, I what? want the two of you to vamp because I got to pee so bad. Oh. Okay. Let's go and hold scene. Whoa. <laughs> I'm glad we're holding we'll be scene back. and not something else. Yeah. <laughs> let's go and hold the dick. Let's go hold the dick. <laughs> I'm gonna Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was war for the planet of the apes and the low roller has to stay at home and watch a movie this week. It was farewell, farewell to the planet of the apes. Uh, but the low roller gets to give an album to the listener, uh, f- to the winners for the rest of the week. Uh, I gave these guys an album because I lost last week, and we will get another album this week and roll for movies for next week. That is how now, we play. Now, Greg. The- 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let a film. I see you've gotten your um, film roulette gloves out. You gonna put, yes. put those on <laughs> uh, if you like. Uh, yeah, he's suiting up yeah, for war. Uh, the Planet of the Apes, directed by Matt Reeves. This is the third in the rebooted uh, franchise of the Planet of the Apes, <clears throat> um, following Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, for freedom, for family, for the planet. <laughs> Greg now has his gloves on. For the listeners Why at not? home. Now that's what I call film relax. Yeah. Mm. Caesar and his apes are forced into a deadly conflict with an army of humans led by a ruthless colonel. After the apes suffer unimaginable losses, Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. As the journey finally brings them face to face, Caesar and the colonel are pitted against each other in an epic battle that will determine the fate of both their species and the future of the planet. Uh, on Letterboxd here, the average star rating is sitting at about four out of five. It's mm. pretty skewed towards He's the uh, <laughs> positive. Um, stars Andy Serkis, of course, uh, as well as Woody Harrelson, Steve Zahn, uh, Ty Olson, Judy oh, Greer. Zahn, eh? Yeah, he was a monkey. Oh. Lots of people. I um, feel like the tagline for the poster we're looking at could be, She's behind me, isn't she? <laughs> yes, it's the poster with uh, Caesar and the uh, little girl behind him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Casey, longtime shit talker of this series, got to see the film that I was very looking forward to this year because mm, yeah. I think, for my money, that, I'm, a, I'm an ape shit talker. Yeah, ape shit talker. For for my money. Uh, This is one of the more interesting franchises. I thought the first film uh, was an interesting film and fun, but not quite there. And I felt like Rise for the Planet of the Apes fucking totally got where I wanted it to be. And I, I, I think that 
that for me that movie is one of the best uh, blockbusters in in recent memory. I love it, um, and I was so excited to see this, and, and I didn't. Yeah. So you guys went and saw it. Yep. Yep. And I am very excited to hear about it. Yep. Because I am very invested in in what Casey's going to land on this Me too. one. <laughs> I, so yeah, I'm so I'm so curious about that. Yeah. So, tell tell us your story. So sir. how do you guys we'll want to start with you? It? Yeah. All right. I thought this movie was. Just okay. <laughs> I thought, but I had the same problem. The thing is about this. Okay, my main problem with this is uh, the Planet of the Apes, original concept of the Planet of the Apes was not entirely campy, mm-hmm. but was fantastical. Yeah. Uh, was, you know, that kind of uh, exuberant sci-fi that existed in the 60s where... It could be just this side of campy or just the side of silly, but still take itself seriously within a silly context. Yeah. These movies just straight up take themselves seriously and as a result are no fun. Mm-hmm. I thought that Rise was so dark, but still extremely entertaining. I thought it was uh, silly for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and this movie is just... Uh, the same type of silliness and also a little boring. Uh, well, no, maybe that's not fair. Maybe it's not boring because um, it's awfully great to look at. Like, those monkeys look great. Like, sexy. Oh, boy, the effects were like, so good in this one. It's it's scary. It's crazy. Particularly it's not... Steve Zahn's character. I was like, my God, how yeah. is that happening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, uh, the the everything else about it, I was like, I've seen this before. You know what it is? It's like the uh, those Lord of the Rings movies. I accept that people love them and that they're probably good movies. But when I point yeah. my eyes at them, my immediate reaction is, Ugh. right. And that's the same with these movies. It's just yeah. why can't you make battling monkeys fun? <laughs> why does it have to be serious and tell me a story about how? Mm. What if the apes became like the humans? But what if the humans became like the... Uh? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been, like, all right with this franchise. I haven't been super into it. I thought the first one was, like, fine. Because I yeah. didn't really know anything about it. Yeah. I didn't know if it was good or bad. I'm like, what's the new monkey movie? I guess I'll watch yeah. it. And so I was, like, kind of all right with it. <clears throat> uh, I, w- I would never, like, I don't have any desire to ever re- revisit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the second one, I definitely had a much better time with, and I had fun in the theater watching it. Mo- well, fun, but I was engaged, basically. But also, I don't remember fucking anything about no. it except for the end fight thing, you know? It, it just didn't really... I was really didn't, I just wasn't able to uh, kind of connect with this mm-hmm. franchise up to that point. You know, watch them like, I want to feel something here. I yeah. really want to be into this, but it just isn't getting me into it. Um, so then this one, I like the most, I, I could say that, but still, I think it's, I think it's a pretty darn good movie, mm-hmm. but it's too long and yeah. I feel like we're getting the same, we're getting the same tones and messages that we got in the last movie, but this time the movie is going like, but seriously guy. Yeah. Like, like war. Yeah. 
you guys. The thing is, if you took the monkeyness out of this movie and it was just people, yeah. now granted, some of the storylines would be would, would be perplexing, <laughs> like, <laughs> to poop, say the least. The now, point. if you. <laughs> Hey, if you took the... I was going to say, if you made it just humans, it wouldn't yeah. be uh, as entertaining, but Listen, it would be. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. There's certainly only one scene you'd be talking about. <laughs> Listen, if you took the entire reason for these movies and, and decided to throw that out the window, yeah. oh man, it wouldn't be interesting. Well, if you took the Star Wars and just had them take place on Earth, I mean, nothing's going on there. Uh. If you placed the story of Star Wars in a different context... It would be interesting. It would be Seven Samurai. Uh, uh, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> this, it would be another movie. Yeah. This is not that. This is a, a pretty pedestrian movie that lives and dies by well, its monkeys looking great. I don't know <laughs> that it's uh, pedestrian because the direction is quite nice. It, this movie looks great. Uh, I think Andy Serkis is doing a fine job of doing this thing that he's the only one who can do, apparently. Um, he's great. Apparently. Uh, no, he's really good at it, though. Um, and... But I, I just feel like I needed this one to elevate now. Like, whereas uh, uh, Dawn of was a big jump from Rise. There was like there was a, a huge leap in where we are in this, in how the story is told, what the stakes are, yeah. what's happening. And this is just like a little bit more of that. But um, I, I need I wanted this to I wanted this to be bigger. I wanted it to feel more global and like war. And it's a much smaller story than that, and that's fine. And I liked a lot of elements of it. I, I quite liked a lot of the emotional notes that uh, uh, that Andy Serkis was able to get out of Caesar in this. And I thought Woody Harrelson was great. And I, I thought liked... Woody Harrelson was just doing his evil guy. Yeah, but I like his evil guy. His evil guy is good. <laughs> Super good. But I feel like nobody was doing anything exceptional in this movie. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But yeah, I really wanted... Uh, I, need, I, I needed this third one to be yet another big leap forward. Like I really wanted to see the the stakes of a species survival really on display here, and I kind of feel like I didn't. These movies are better than the Tim Burton one. Oh yeah, but they're Much. not any more fun. No, no, but I mean they're way better than the Tim Burton yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think like again, I, I'm not. I don't want to come down on this movie too hard because I did like it, and I did like the one before this, and the one before that. I'm just not crazy about them, and I want more from them. I feel like I should be getting more from them, and I, I don't, maybe it's me, but mostly I'm like, why are you giving me more, you fucking monkeys? <laughs> hey, you monkeys! <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I just, I want a story about monkeys who try to take over the world, and this isn't a story about monkeys that try to take over the world. Uh, quite the opposite. Uh, yeah. But I want, I want the concept of monkeys rising up and yeah. being super intelligent to be not silly necessarily, but more enthusiastic. Or just, this movie's very serious. Very serious. But again, I think like if if the monkeys had had developed more. Than the last time we saw them. Yeah. I would really, I, I, I think I wanted that. I wanted to see yeah. more evolution happening. I mean, you don't see that. These are the exact yeah. same monkeys from the last movie. Yeah, and hey, how come these monkeys aren't wearing little suits? I know it hasn't been that long, but at the same time, fuck it. It's a movie about fucking super intelligent monkeys. Yeah. Let's put the fucking gas down. Let's Where's the here. coconut Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's put yeah. them in little suits I, and be done with it. I don't want to 
sound too harsh with this movie, but I do. You guys have are killing me. Frustra- I know, I know. You're crushing me. I know, me. I know. <laughs> uh, and I want you. I still want you I'm, to see it. Yeah. Like, you'll probably have a different take. I hope anyway. Because <laughs> uh, people like this movie a lot. And I was really excited. Yeah, people. Maybe people the stakes were high movie. too because people like the reviews were like, "This movie is fucking important." That's what I kept reading, and I'm like, I yeah. Was like "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I'm like, "All right, I get it, man." <laughs> people who keep saying that need to <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's all. I don't. You know, that's it. It's good. Yeah. Watch, watch it. One hundred percent. If you enjoyed the previous movies, that, you're that's going to the like thing. This too. Yeah, you will. You will really dig this movie if you like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this Super movie, good. do yeah. I have a movie for you? It's this movie. <laughs> it's this movie. <laughs> it's the movie you. Why are not watching. watch it again? <laughs> uh, but uh, but I didn't like this movie, so I didn't like this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a couple of things were. I didn't not like it. That's that's no, too it's, much. It's, I didn't mind watching it. I did check my watch at one point and go, fuck, another hour. Yeah, like, yeah. Liter- wait, like literally, yeah. I did the exact same thing. When I got to an hour, I was like, it's only been an hour? Yeah, no, it, no it's two hours 20. Yeah. yeah. It's two, two hours yeah, 20. Yeah. Way two hours 20. Oh! Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. There's things. I like, like, I'm looking at imagery from in front of us here. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. No, there's things I liked. And my God. God, the effects are good. There's a couple of Holy com- a couple fuck. of real beautiful monkeys. Yeah, real <laughs> nice monkeys. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was Steve Zahn. He did a fine job. Yeah. Hey, listen, is very good. That movie, that monkey was hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. I, uh, yeah. Needed more. Okay. Uh, I, I, I really wanted like a fucking game changer, big, big uh, emotional powerhouse action fucking fantasy, and I got just like a a pretty good monkey. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so, good million dollar monkey you know. movie. Yeah. Who's who am I to complain? Yeah. <laughs> decent monkey movie. You're yeah. Greg Legro. Yeah, I am. Stupid. That monkey. is a uh, war. What is it? And good that's what for? it's good for. Not monkeys. <laughs> Not a monkey movie, apparently. <laughs> um. So if you want Warning. some... War is not good for monkeys. If you want some more, yes. you guys both seem to want more from this movie. Yes. Do I have some more for you? Good. Personally, what I'd like to say is... Farewell. <laughs> no, bring it home. Goodbye. <laughs> I've saying good night. <laughs> I bid you adieu to the Planet of the Apes, a.k.a. farewell to the Planet of the Apes. This is a film from 1981. Film... In quotes, because it <laughs> what it really is two is episodes, two episodes of the CBS short-lived uh, television series, um, and so I guess what happened was after the film series ran its course, they made the TV show. After the TV show ran its course, they said, "How can we reuse this television show mm. and dupe people into thinking they're seeing a new thing?" Yeah. So what they did was they took. Uh, two episode packages of the television series yep. and edited them together into some television film events with a couple extra little bits and pieces here yep. to kind of make it seem like they were meant to be together, even though it was obvious that that was not the case. Right. So Farewell to the Planet of the Apes is the final one of these, um, and it is two episodes of the show. One is called Tomorrow's Tide, 
and the series finale up above the world so high. Did they did so they even they, try and mask these are two episodes or do you, did you get the opening credits twice? They uh, no, they don't do the opening credits okay. twice, um, but they do try and mask it by having some extra footage of Roddy McDowell sort of opening and closing the film. Is he with, in the whole thing? Yes. Was he in the TV show? Yeah. He's in the suit. Oh, God bless him. You never see him. Just in the, he's he's the ape character. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know who he was yeah. in the thing, but... <laughs> just Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. He's in it. I he know never... he's dressed up like a monkey. <laughs> yeah, he's in it, and uh, they, they have like a thing where he's sort of like... The opening is him kind of reminiscing on these tales, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, so basically, he reprises his role, obviously, Galen... Um, and it shows him kind of as an older ape, and it's like, okay, now that he's sort of had his life, he is um, kind of thinking back on these tales, right? Um, and he he tells uh, he tells you the viewer um, about how the two human characters had found some computer and gotten back to space. It's kind of like a real. Uh, real poochy like yeah and then they made it they had to go to their home planet right. and they found a computer and pew, went home their own planet yeah i thought they went home to their own planet yeah, yeah. because they um the the opening credits of the tv show which i went and watched uh, yeah. are like them in space and they're like oh no the computer dates are keep they keep going up but now we're in the future and it's planet of the apes so they're time travel. They're time travel. They yeah, accidentally they time, time travel. Yeah, they accidentally time travel. So then I guess Ooh. at the end of this film, they he says like, and they found a computer and got back. Got back in time. Yeah, <clears throat> gonna go back. Yeah, to and I think they, time. I think they are from. <laughs> I think they're from space. They're what? I think they ha- they came down from because they're like astronauts. They came down from yeah, space. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's, yeah. They, 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 they were, were always thing. they were just about a mission. They're up there for a yeah. lot longer than they thought. They come down. They yeah. think they're on an alien planet. But it's not. not. Spoiler. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sorry. I so didn't. the two episodes. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tide is the first one. Right. Um, and it is about um, the two humans, Alan and Pete. Yeah. They are captured by this dude <laughs> who uh, is kind of overseeing a fishing colony. Um, and they use human as humans as slave labor there. And if you don't, nice. like, do... A good slave job, you are thrown into the sea to be sacrificed to some uh, sharks. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of stuff in the first uh, chunk. Sweet shark footage in there? Yeah, some good stock footage. Um, And there's a lot of stuff about, like, oh, if you can throw a spear into the water and get a fish, then you're like a fisher. There's all this shit about them doing that, (laughs) and that's really fucking boring. (laughs) And then there's some stuff where it's like, if you can... (laughs) And then at one point, they, like, light... They throw a bunch of gas in the water and light it on fire, and they're like, "If you can swim underneath this fire, then like you're great." I don't, I don't really. <laughs> if you can fight a flaming shark, yeah, it's like if you don't die doing this, then great, we won't kill you. <laughs> yeah, um, and that might sound very entertaining. Yeah, but it's not. Not no, not really. It's pretty it's boring. A very boring, uh, low budget television. Yes. Kinda. Yeah. And then the other episode, yeah. up above the world so high, is actually has the highest uh, opportunity for greatness in yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um cuz cuz both of these chunk these chunks of episodic television 
have potential because you're like, oh man, a TV episode about like getting thrown into the sharks and yeah. gotta get your way out. And I'm like, I'm there. Or if you tell me up above the world so high, which is, um, oh, Alan and Pete and the ape Galen discover this human who has invented a like a hang glider, and they're like, we're gonna like make these hang gliders and then all the like bad apes are like well we're gonna make hang gliders and and it's like a fight to who can control the sky <laughs> that, that's how the series sounds ends. great people are who can hang make gliders? the nicest hang glider yeah because <laughs> it's like if you control the skies you know uh, yeah, none of yeah. us have been in the sky yet no. um and you're like this, this you is gonna be hilarious guys you truly are the one having a yeah. lot of fun <laughs> yeah Having the most fun of yeah. all. He controls the skies. What does he do up there? He is, uh, uh, mostly goes, wee! Yeah. Here's the thing. That happens. Yeah, yeah. Exactly <laughs> as you described it. Wow. The Galen character totally goes up in a hang glider and totally, I guess on set, they were just like, we'll set up the hang glider so it looks like you're in the sky. And hey, we'll shoot a bunch of footage of you on the hang glider. And he's like, wee! He's like, she's like shimming his butt around on the little seat, and he's like, woohoo, wee, ah, wee, oh for my like, God. for a while. <laughs> and that that is what I wanted from War for the yeah. Planet of the well, Apes. Yeah. Nary a butt was shimmy, <laughs> yes, and it's here, but and it all sounds so hilarious to have me tell you all of this. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's not. It's so drab and boring, and the. I mean the the best parts about it are that like there is a kind of like ramshackle charm to the show. The ape masks are so bad. Yeah, I know yeah. that they got like worse and worse over the course of the films. Yeah, but this is like they barely. It's moved. like they had the ones from the old movie, but never they repaired broke. them. It's yeah, just, they got they're full of old actors' yeah. sweat and stuff. Yeah. And gin. Yeah. Gin. So it's just like the, the chin the chin piece is just attached to the chin, but it's really big outside of the chin, so it's yeah. like the mouth is moving inside it, but then it's only moving a little outside. Yeah, yeah. So like every once in a while it works, but most of the time it just looks like a thing is hanging on their mouth a little and yeah. not moving much. And yeah. it's that's pretty charming for a little while. And then eventually that kind of wears off and you're like, Alright, this show's not very good. Yeah. And it's quite it boring. And then, yeah, and then eventually he comes back at the end and tells you that they found a computer and you, da, 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 yep. and, and and the ending of the episode that is the finale is just like it ends with them like on a raft, like drifting away. And I'm oh. like, I uh, can only assume they just died out in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like better. Oh, yeah. oh, great. It's terrible. I'm a big fan of the original movie. It's terrific. It's a really oh, good the time. original, yeah. yeah I'm a big it, fan of a lot of things. How yeah. about the rest of them? Um, they No, not really. Yeah. You, you never want a sequel beyond that the first one. Like, it's so great. Yeah. And it, it ends on such a, oh, wow, well, look at that. Yeah. And you don't really want, there's no more story to go from from there, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, wow. Yeah. And it's yeah, cool, exactly. It's just, it's a fun twist. Yeah. And then it's like, this is just one self-contained thing that's great. Yeah. But yeah. they made so many movies. And they're all like, they're entertaining. But they really, really become just serious camp after that. Whereas I think there is some legit quality to the first movie. Yeah. I think the performances are great. I, I think Charlton Heston's pretty good in it. Uh, I like that there's a huge chunk like there's like a fucking half an hour in the beginning of the movie where nobody talks yeah, yeah. and it's great the sound design is wicked the fucking score is 
dynamite. The cinematography is really good. Yeah. And it's a cool, weird story. Yeah. And you wait yeah. and you wait for like, you know, the line like, hey, there's that line. When yeah. it lands, you're like, yeah, fucking A, man. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I the, wish the, you and had the, watched and the, this. And uh, the makeup and the... Uh, uh, the effects that they're good yeah. for the, the time. I wish you had watched this so you could have compared and contrasted. Yeah, I won't. No. Oh man, it's not yeah. very good. Yeah, it's, it 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 really reeks of hey, how can we repackage this content? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. very like we need to. This show has not been on the air. I guess I can't remember how many year if it's a year or whatever how long passed from yeah. the show going off the air. And it's like we know this show wasn't popular. But we still have all this content, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we'll shoot like two minutes of footage and then put this stuff together and air it as like movie of the week on CBS or whatever. Right. Which is like, I guess you got to do what you got to do to fill time on the TV back sure then. Sure do. Um, but yeah, not very good. No. I, and and again, there is charms to it. Like Emma was there while I was watching both of them, and we had like both chunks of the movie that like have a new story. Were like. Hey, okay, we're kind of back. A new story now. Yeah, Let's yeah, see what's yeah. going on here. Hang and then, gliders, you say? Yeah, oh, this will be hilarious. <laughs> and then we're like laughing about yeah, like yeah. some of the silly stuff. And then like at at the like twenty minute mark when you realize there's twenty five minutes left and it's already felt like it's been on for an hour, you're like, oh, uh-huh. I could wish I could turn this off now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you so, probably could have and gotten the same effect. Was there did a question come up on the screen while we were talking? The uh, question came up when we were talking about your film. Yeah, I know. About I whether didn't see what it was. It was when Casey was saying, what if we took this ape movie and made it not about apes? Right. And then uh, Kelsey Sharp said, well, if that was the case, would Andy Serkis even be in it? Uh, uh, no, because he's contractually obligated to play a monkey at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. So, because I lost, I gave you guys a a record to yeah. listen to, and I gave you guys a record by Jim Sullivan. It's called UFO. Oh, Five Face himself. <laughs> yes, on the album cover, a very psychedelic album cover. Yeah, yeah. Crazy so, story. I have the st- I have a bit of the story here that I can run through. I made sure because yeah. I did, couldn't remember the locations and stuff when I gave it to you. But basically, yeah. in 1969, uh, Jim Sullivan in Malibu had become this kind of local celebrity at a bar called the Raft, um, where people would hang out. And uh, some of those people included Harry Dean Stanton and some other Hollywood people. Uh, and he eventually was in Easy Rider uh, as a, like a commune member when they land at the commune there. Yeah. So eventually some people were like, okay, you've been, <clears throat> you've kind of been in this movie and you're a musician, so we're going to give you some money to make a record. Uh, and he worked with some session musicians, yeah. some of which were in the Wrecking Crew who'd been in, who had helped like Beach Boys, Simon and Garfunkel, big. So it was kind of like a big thing. Yeah. It didn't catch on. Uh, despite, in my opinion, it being a really interesting record. Um, and then, like, years passed, and he's performing. Um, some music of his was stolen. He started to become a drinker, and eventually he decided, I'm going to pack my Volkswagen Beetle up, and I'm just going to go to Nashville. And he said to his wife and son, uh, you can come and meet me in Nashville once I've kind of put some roots down and made some money, and no one ever saw him again. Right. He uh, disappeared and, uh, yeah. in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, car was found on the side yeah, of the road with all, all of his, his stuff in it. Everything. New Mexico? Yeah. yeah. Huh. And, and this album's called UFO? That's right. Yeah. That is one of the 
popular conspiracy theories is of yeah, course it he was, must be yeah disgusting. because he also these are dumb yeah. yeah he also like rented a hotel room and they found like the key in the room lo- like locked in the room and he hadn't yeah, slept yeah. in the bed it's and he like, like had very been in mysterious some ranch or something as well like that's near where his yeah. car was and i mean there was a like a family who lived at the ranch and i guess i mean yeah and, and his family I, i'm sure they were probably the ones like maybe if they Killed him or something. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. His yeah. says UFO, I suppose. He was yeah. probably taking my aliens. <laughs> Stay out of our shit. Yeah. yeah. So his family. Let's just, say, let's just say he was taken by aliens yeah. and not look in our backyard. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And so like his family tried to find him and people have tried yeah. to figure it out over and the years. Nothing but, ever. Yeah. Yeah. So the album was very obscure until Light in the Attic Records, who put out some other very obscure um, stuff they they again much like some other stories in the music world they found a copy at like a record sale and were right. like oh shit this is an interesting thing nobody talks about yeah. so they re-released it for everyone to hear and, and it kind of got its got its second life yeah as a rec as a very interesting record i gave it to you guys because i've been listening to it a lot it's kind of country kind of rock kind of folk very uh interesting to me country so what was your experience with this album uh ufo by jim sullivan Mm -hmm. Mm, jimmy sells sully um well dan gorman you've been on fire with the picks lately yeah i went cuckoo bananas for this nice i loved it i really 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 like it a lot just to throw my hat in the ring dan i went ccbs for this one too good because it's a fucking great record it's so good so good oh my god it's it's scary how good it is yeah like it'll be like the first song starts and you're like, oh my god, this song's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then the second song starts and you're like, I don't like this song as much as I like the first song, but I love this song. And then the third song starts, you're like, this is the best song of all. <laughs> like and that what happens is throughout the album? Oh yeah. my god, yeah. the title like, track is amazing. There's yeah. points where where I, I was like, what does he think he's doing? <laughs> like why why did he decide to do that chord here yeah. and then? push the song to this place and why is it the fucking greatest yeah and, it's still cohesive and it's from 1969 uh and i uh, many parts of this album are way ahead of the curve oh way yeah. ahead of the curve music used to change a lot faster back then and this sounds a little bit more like 1975 76 yeah. to me yeah. uh I, there's a bunch of shit on here i was like this no one was really sounding quite like this in 69 no. but at the same time there was parts where i was like and and not in, in the same ways, but it's it, it really reminded me a lot of Richie Havens. Yeah. Like I, it had a real Richie Havens vibe, and I fucking love Richie Havens. Fuck yeah! But uh, but yeah, like I, it, there was stuff that was so um, familiar about it mm-hmm. and yeah. of a time. But the songwriting is so bold. Yeah, and and the psychedelic bullshit on it is great it's yeah great. like it's used so fucking and well the strings that are on there are just gorgeous i would be and like the uh, sorry to, to just fucking yeah, barrel yeah. over you here yeah, but yeah. uh like i heard so many like oh there's no way kishibashi didn't hear this album yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or or like you know the, there's so many things where i'm like oh my goodness a lot has been stolen from this album yeah 
Um, and yeah, it's not just like some ramshackle put together thing no. too. They this is a produced record. Yeah. they've definitely spent some time working on this. Oh yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, it's not just yeah. I thought kind of based on the story and whatever, it might just be like a kind of rough recording yeah. dude and his guitar thing. But no, this, this a, was yeah. But, this yeah, sounds they like they were trying to they, this as good have as been, any big record yeah. of that era. It, you know? it should have been big. At the same time, it's shabby in some ways sure. in the fucking best way. Like it, it has yeah. that spirit of. It, of like, I've, hey, everybody, let's grab some guitars and yeah. play some songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, but I it, feel ha- like... it has that spirit in a in a beautifully produced way. Yeah, it has. I know what you mean, and and it it's like shabby in that produced way that music. I feel like, and I don't want to be like, back in the day, music used to be like this, but like, but it did. It yeah. like <laughs> there is a, a a kind of like communal sort of like musicians hanging out feel, and yeah, like it's super produced, but it's also like. You can also just be like, yeah, they were all in, in there playing together yeah. and yeah. having a good time. And, <laughs> and loving this song. Like, yeah. There's so yeah. much There's so much about this album to love. I yep. love, uh, is it the third song about the clock? Yeah. I fucking love it. Clock on a wall is a fine clock. Oh. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, that's, that's, really good. Song, that's a literally brilliant song. I was driving and, and going, like, I can't remember the last time I was this impressed. No, I can. It was what was that other album that we <laughs> new music, new music. New music. It, it, it was that thing of like where I'm like, somebody wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> somebody had yeah. the fucking mind that wrote this. Yeah, yeah. super it's good, a great record. Yeah, UFO and Johnny. I think might be my favorites. Yeah, really yeah. cool. Really yeah. good. Glad I, you guys I like that. I like every it. song. Yeah. yeah, every song. It's fucking great. This was yeah. This is a Big fucking record. Huge nice. win. Big yeah. win. Big yeah. win. Well, Dan Gorman, it's, you're on quite a streak. I'm yeah, probably because you lose so much. I know. You you're have a lot so, of practice picking you're albums. You're so good at losing, yeah, yeah, Dan. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I had a really great Punishment album this week, uh-huh. um, but I have been on this streak of wanting to recommend you guys stuff, okay. and I'm, I'm rolling through with the... Here's something I love. Check yep. it out. What do you got? So I'm giving you guys an album by a Japanese art pop band from 1981 mm-hmm. called Chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A, and their album from 1981 is called Satekoso, S-A-T-E-K-O-S-O. You cannot find it on any streaming services. Well, that's what I'm trying to do right I now. I am going to Why give... Why would you do that? I am going to give you... The MP3s for this album because oh, it's boy. very hard to find. You can listen to it on YouTube if you want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will give you guys a Dropbox link with this album. Ooh, gimme, uh, gimme, gimme! It is something that I found stumbling around on YouTube in a uh, stupor of. I'm just gonna click on every album that has been be- that is beside this other weird album, which is a great thing to do. And I found this album and I said, "Whoa, this is an album." And I've been listening to it a bunch, so now I want to know what you guys think about okay. this. It's very art pop, very. It has some new wavy kind of things, but it's also really weird and interesting. Okay. And so I'll let you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hook you guys up with Chakra's uh, Setakoso from 1981. Okay. So <clears throat> that <clears throat> is what we are going to talk about next yeah. week right. for our albums. <clears throat> now. Yes. Speaking of taking extremely quick breaks, yeah. uh, I'm going to get something here because I have. Oh, a, you have a new toy. A new toy for us. <clears throat> Dan Gorman's got a 
thing from a game. I've got a rolling machine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Are, are your arms sore from rolling dice? Yes. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? It was all of the exercise yeah. I got in the week, yeah, and now yeah. it's gone. So for the listeners at <laughs> home, uh, I go to Value Village a lot, and I got a board game that I remembered from my childhood. Um, and you can see it here on the stream. What's the board game called? It's called The Inventors. It's very... Um, Monopoly-like, does the, you get patents and stuff. Does the dice ring the bell? The on its dice way rings down? a bell, so oh, it has a little fun. like tower yep. that you put the dice in at the top, and you push a button, and it falls down and and into a little place where it won't roll under the table if yeah, Casey yeah, rolls yeah, it yeah. off the Casey table. Casey really goes off the table, and it makes a nice hey, little ding sound. Hey, fuck you guys! <laughs> it makes a nice little ding sound. Yeah. So we're gonna so let's use get a this. practice run. Just, okay. Just I want to, to see it in I, action. I want to address uh, Kelsey Sharp. Just wrote, uh, this, "This is, is awesome. great, guys," and uh, I have to agree. Yeah. yeah so enough. here's if you yeah, put it in, and then you and just then press you button. Ooh. Little ding. That is. Fucking delight. Yes, and I thought we can't. Dice is done, and it's never tasted this. better. Yes. <laughs> so, who wants to go first with the incredible patent picker move maker machine? Well, I've I've practiced the most, okay. so I'll go first. Greg's going. <laughs> you are the expert. <laughs> and what are we rolling for? Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we need to talk about that. What the so, heck? Obviously, Dunkirk, Dunkirk is coming out. Yeah, yeah. This is a new film. It looks. Although great. I do really want to see Valerian. But yeah, that, that, clearly the, I, I do too. I, yeah, yeah. I much more want to see that than I do Dunkirk. But I really? feel like Dunkirk yeah. is the discussion. Yes, unless you sure. guys just want to forego Dunkirk and do. Vol- <laughs> I'm more interested in seeing a new crazy Luc Besson movie. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Do we want to go against the tide? Everyone else will be talking about Dunkirk. We could do, we could do a see one of those two movies. Okay, take your pick if you yes. want. Yes, let's okay, do that. Fine. Why not? All right. So it's Dunkirk or. Valerian. The loser. The loser. Is going to go see something that we have paired with Dunkirk. Right. It is going to be a sequel to a long-running franchise. Franchise, yeah. A yeah. war franchise to go mm. with Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> Valerian, Kelsey says on the chat. No, I was just poking, Greg. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, or pointing at your knee. My knee. Ooh, I got two. Yeah. Bendy. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, yeah. Loser movie. Uh, right? Did we say yes. it yet? It's a Iron Eagle sequel. Did we decide which one? Four. 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 Iron what Eagle is it good four? for? <laughs> four. Uh, how is there not a war movie with a, a fourth war movie cut like Rambo 4? What is it good for? <laughs> yeah. Um, Louis Gossett Jr. is in it. Okay. Back as Chappie. Yeah. And he's got like a bunch of irresponsible kids. Not a robot. Yeah, no, yeah, not yet. But so he's in you. war, and yeah, he's yeah. got kids, and it's going to be terrible. I'm just going to watch Chappie again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, anyway. Blue. All right, here we go. Greg's rolling. Dice is in the hole. Here we go. <laughs> Plunging. Oh, it's a zero. That is a oh, fucking boy. roll. The system works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Casey, you going to go? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't practiced. <laughs> here we go. That's a That's six. That's a six, y'all. All right. You could uh, plunge yourself a nice zero here. I could. And we can roll some more. I hope not. Zero. Zero. That's a five. All righty. That's, that's higher than a zero. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you've dug yourself out of a hole with the incredible patent picker. Yes. So I, th- I think this is fun. And uh, <laughs> it makes a nice little noise. It makes a fun noise. Yes. <sighs> All right. So the incredible patent picker. Greg's rolling again. Six. That it's doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Does not count. Um, so, yes, next week we will talk about uh, Dunkirk or Valerian. We will see who sees what. 
Um, we'll see who sees what. There's Greg. three other Iron Eagle movies you could see, too, if you yes. so chose. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe oh, I'll watch wait, number one. I don't have to watch Valerian or Dunkirk. I can watch <laughs> all the Iron Eagle movies. <laughs> you have to watch all of them, though. Mm, mm. The tide has turned. Yeah. Um, yeah, so next week. Next Iron week. Eagle 4 mm. and Winner's Choice, a.k.a. Dunkirk or Valerian. And we will be listening to an, a really fun album. Yep. Uh, so I will get you guys a link to that. Uh, please go to modernsuperior.com, hit the Patreon button. Uh, woo! That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. And <laughs> help us keep the lights on. You can get uh, content and lots of stuff up there. Uh, I sent out a link about uh, a little a little early on the uh, video that I made with my brother oh, where the, we ate a bunch of candy. You were pointing at this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops, Super oops. confused. There. Patreon button. I forget sometimes on this screen. shit is visible to people. Yeah. Really? <laughs> You're not good with computers, are you? No, not so much. Yes. Um, so go to the Patreon page. Watch the. Uh, go to modernsuperior.com. Go to the youtube.com slash modernsuperior. Watch my brother and I talk about candy. Yeah, oh. I watched. I, I only. Like, I was getting ready for bed and it was on, and yeah. I wanted to watch more because. Uh, I and, and I was really hoping that you would have saved some of those Mentos because I really wanted to try some. No, I ate them all. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> what was that? What was that? F- the weird brown flavor? Oh, it was uh, because it was from this when my brother brown. went to Denmark and over in Denmark and Sweden and everything. They love their licorice. Oh. So there was a licorice Mentos and it was there was three Ugh. flavors in it. A standard I'm- licorice. A mint licorice and a salted licorice, and they were not good. No, salted licorice is a bit of a. Uh, it, uh, isn't there some? It's a, it's a frightening. People love situation. licorice. I yeah. l- I fucking love licorice. Like I a don't care for a licorice. That's what I said too, Kelsey. I uh, that was one of my comments was that fucking Jake's shirt is dope. Yeah, it was a good shirt. Um, it still is. Yeah, so we're going to try and do that a few more times. There's a couple. So what we did was we streamed my brother and I talking about candy and eating candy. Um, and you can go, you can go to YouTube, and it'll be up there in bits. Uh, so there's like the Mentos one is up there now, but the other stuff that people on the stream got to see all at once yeah. uh, will go up as episodes. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So it's bits that keeps happening because my, uh, uh, of course, I subscribe to Modern Superior. Yes. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it keeps it keeps notifying me that uh, Candy Brothers is uh, is on. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> So that'll be fun, and, mm. and I'll be putting them in the Patreon uh, page. And you'll be early. doing more of those, I hope? Uh, yes. Awesome. So check those out, um, and check out all the episodes of our other shows on Modern Superior, Changing Reels, A Frame Apart, Surface Noise, um, and maybe some familiar names will show up on an episode of A Frame Apart. You never know. Um, as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Yep. It is time to say goodbye, Internet. You've all been very good boys and wonderful baloney sleeves. What else? <laughs> uh, Dan, I got to take issue with what you just did because it really made it seem like you were talking to uh, males by addressing them as boys and girls as baloney sleeves. No. <laughs> yep. It, Every, I it said really did. I said you've like all that. been very good boys uh-huh. in reference to our pretty good boy uh, bit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then classic bit, comma. Yeah. 
and baloney sleeves. Ergo, you have all been good. very good boys. Yeah. And, and you've also, also you've all been, been baloney sleeves. Sleeve. Right. All right. You've been baloney sleeved. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, as always, uh, please sleeve your baloney, and we'll see you <laughs> never next at the Wednesday. sleeve store. <laughs> Five, <laughs> because you don't need sleeves on account of all the baloney. Yes, I got five now. No. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. 